two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I can't believe we're already in the second hour of the show. It's crazy, Mama D. Time flies. Hmm. That would be the name of my pizza place. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Mama, Mama D's. D's. Hey, let's get a pie from Mama D's. You know what? They what? used the word pie in succession the other day. They were like, how many pies do we need? You know, like, there were too many. Somebody ordered too many, and Logan was getting a little irritated about all the money they're spending frivolously. And he said pie. I don't know what it is. (laughs) And it's not just you, Donna. I've given, you've been the one I've targeted. Mm -hmm. Because you're the only person I've heard use it in real life, not on Broadway. But... (laughs) When somebody says, do you guys want to get a couple pies tonight? I just want to say, like, chill out, you Ninja Turtle, okay? Just be normal. Say pizza. But for some people, that is normal. I know. And isn't that the great problem of life? (laughs) How the things that irritate a lot of us about other people, for the other people, it's a very normal thing. You're damn right, Steve. How's that collagen tasting, Donna? Have you noticed the uh, benefits of collagen? Um, yes, yes. Have nice. you? I um, haven't been taking mine as much in. Uh, no, and I, I meant in me. Of course. Oh, I go. Look at home. my supple skin. That's what I say. They say, "How is Donna?" And I say, "In a word, supple." <laughs> <laughs> what does supple mean? Like wrinkle-free, or like um, almost like, like snaps back? I don't know. Or I think of supple as more of like a, not bloated, but like a a healthy puffy. Yes. I don't think it's right, though, Mike. Bending and moving easily and gracefully Mm. or flexible. That's definitely me. I did not. (laughs) Oh, my. I just learned. Like it could bounce back, you know, like if you pull your cheek. What are the um, minor more like? Like basset hound cheeks, though. <laughs> I pull them down and then they sl- they slowly retract over like the next hour and come back to meet my jawbone. Mike, what are what are the examples that they use? Uh, like, is there a sentence that they use for supple? Because I could you say that about a gymnast or someone at the gym who has good flexibility? This body oil leaves your skin feeling deliciously supple. I was hoping. I wish Don McLean was here right now. So do I. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Um, you know, it's soft to the touch, radiant to look at. I'm trying to do some collagen too. That's why I asked. Collagen is such a popular thing right now, um, and and we have some here. What it does? What the difference that I really truly notice? is in joint pain. Speak more, Queen. I feel like my joints feel better when I am regularly taking collagen. Thank you. Interesting. I hear it's supposed to help your skin, your nails, your hair. Correct. And I want all that. I'm starting to get a little bit concerned again about my face and just aging. Irish people don't our skin generally doesn't age well like scottish irish think of british people you know what do you think happens i think that you just start to see first of all there's damage there's an unevenness in our skin tone in general 
we are more of a blotchy people. Mm. Um, so, which I think then sunspots and veins and stuff show up a little bit oh, sure. more. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we just sort of wrinkle sort of mm. easily. Do you need a know. hug? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. By I, the way, now that our geography expert is here, mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah. Scotland is part of the Ask British. Ask it a different way. Is Scotland part of the British Empire? Yeah. Thank you. If you said, this guy has a British accent, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I meant he has a Scottish accent, mm-hmm. should I even delineate between the two, or is that redundant? Ooh. You don't want to say, I mean, you could say British, but then that doesn't pinpoint where they're from. So you think we should Welsh. be saying... Okay. There's English. There's yeah. Scottish. Ireland's right across the I- Irish. Mm. Yeah, Irish and Northern Ireland, and yeah, there's. I yeah, I guess you know. I think you're right, Donna. In my head, I've always thought a British accent is blimey, hello there, cheerio, and then a you would call that a British accent, but I should really be calling that some version of an English accent in the same way that somebody in Britannia would look and say, oh, do an American accent, but there's also a Boston accent, there's a Brooklyn accent, there's a Alabama accent, a New York accent, a Minnesota accent. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, right, right. American accent, yes, 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 I'm with you. I'm, Are you the daughter? Yes, I'm supple. <laughs> don't just don't leave the conversation for twenty seconds and then think you can I'm just sorry, easily jump back no, in by saying, saying supple. Because <laughs> you know I still don't fully understand how to use it. Look up the definition. So just think skin. Babies have supple skin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bending and moving easily. In her supple fingers. Wow. I don't like that. The supple means soft. Soft and okay. Yeah. Soft and able to bend or fold easily. I don't like fold. Supple leather skin. Hey. Supple yeah. leather skin. That fold is supple. <laughs> Boy, there's another thing that happens as you get older and bigger, huh? New folds arrive. Just when your body starts to feel old, <laughs> the folds, folds arrive. They feel very vibrant. They're new to the party. You have folds on your body in your 50s that weren't there in your 30s. Those are, in many ways, the youngest part of you. Right. Are your new folds. Your like, new folds. You know who's happy to be there? Your second chin. Or mine. Because it hasn't always been there. So just when we're like, where the hell they come from? They're like, it's nice to be here. How do you think Ben Folds feels about aging? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was good, Donna. Thanks. Well, we're out of time. Uh, Drake is going to pay for a fan's surgery. Remember, we were wondering, didn't he win some money? Was it him? He won over a million dollars on a Super Bowl bet. Yeah. So he's at a concert in St. Louis on Tuesday night. A fan is holding a sign that says, please help me with my surgery. He says, I don't know what kind of surgery you need, sir. I really don't. But I'm going to let you know from me to you, St. Louis love. We're going to take care of whatever that surgery is. That's pretty cool. There's one condition. Oh, no. Drake has to perform the surgery. 
<laughs> Dr. No. Drake Ramore. He said the next time I'm in St. Louis, you have to come to the show. How nice is this guy? When's he coming to Mini? Oh, yeah, because you still got that skin tag thing. You could go to his concert and <laughs> hold up the, Drake, I need help with my skin tags. Hey, lady, I don't know much about you, and I don't know the length of said skin tag, but we're going to take care of you. Hmm. <laughs> Donna, that's the second time in this segment that I have started talking. Donna looks down actively communicating with somebody not me and then i know it's happening i then stop and allow the pregnant pause and both times donna has come back in with and i quote hmm <laughs> we're taking a break we're done okay, here we'll take a we're break. done we'll be better we're we'll done be better. don't leave we i'm listening i'm here all right all right, all right. i'll be here um the inventor of a very famous breakfast thing just passed away um, we will honor it while I also question it. Never got this. Never understood the appeal oh, of this thing. Oh, you're kidding. We'll tell you about it all. When we come back, oh. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces, where you can create your own private retreat of warmth and comfort and relaxation. I'm talking about a clean-burning, energy-efficient, low-pie fireplace insert or stove. You can design the fire of your dreams online by using Lopi's Design My Fire tool. It's a pretty cool thing. You should definitely check it out. Your low-pi fireplace leaders, by the way, are my pals, Laura and Anna, and their team at Energy Savers Fireplaces, the highest-rated five-star review fireplace store in the area. They are full service. Uh, no project is too small. No project is too big. They're just, they, they basically do it all. They offer free in-home estimates. So if you are thinking about adding a fireplace to your space, consider my friends at EnergySaversFireplaces.com, or you could stop by their showroom your complete fireplace store they are family owned and operated since 1976 and they're located just off of highway 36 in oakdale hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, do you want to make this official, Steve Patterson? Yeah, I'd like that. Alrighty, here it comes. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy, yummy. It was this past Saturday, the inventor of Pop-Tarts, Bill Post, passed away at the age of 96. Oh, that's a nice long life. He would always downplay his involvement, saying that 
He just led an amazing team that developed the concept in the early 60s. What a nice man. Bill was working with Kellogg's at the time. He initially called them fruit scones, but that was soon changed to Pop-Tarts as a play on the then popular pop art movement. Oh, cute. Bill was always quick to downplay the role. As I mentioned, he was just like a humble member of the team. I'm here to help. But uh, this modesty could be in part to the fact that he kind of copied and improved upon a competing Uh. product. So just before Pop-Tarts, the company Post, strangely not related to Bill Post, the man we're talking about. Oh, yeah. They announced Country Squares, which would become Toastum Pop-Ups. Kellogg's Pop-Tarts were similar, but far more successful in their branding and marketing. This means uh, Bill, sadly, the creator of the Pop-Tarts who just passed away, will not have lived long enough, despite 96 years, to see Jerry Seinfeld's upcoming movie about the creation of Pop-Tarts. Oh, how fun. It's called Unfrosted, the Pop-Tarts story. It'll hit Netflix in May. Are you making this up? That's actually true. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld has long had a deep love for Pop-Tarts. He's included bits about it in multiple routines he's done. I'm sure he's had it next to the boxes of cereal in uh, his apartment. Mm, you want to hear a little bit? Do we, Mike, can you go inside oh, of that fine. link? Sure. Um, right inside of that link at the bottom, there is. Here's, we'll, we can listen to like maybe 20 or 30 seconds of Jerry talking about the, the Pop-Tart. I guess Paula Poundstone, Donna. Yeah. Actually, also um, had a bit about pop tarts oh. as well. Um, why? Why do you talk to me like I know Paula Poundstone? <laughs> well, just because you support female comedians, and she was a trailblazer there with the wide tie, the pantsuit thing. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Here's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Once there were Pop-Tarts, I did not understand why other types of food continue to exist. My mother would continue preparing meals. I would go, Mom, what are you doing? Don't you see that it's over? So that's a little bit of Jerry Simon. Okay. He, he loves the Pop-Tarts. So we'll see what this movie ends up being. I'm assuming this is an animated movie. I would think so. Jerry did a great... Uh, Movie, B movie, B movie. I really like that. I think that that's if you like Seinfeld writing. I didn't like the animation. Wow! Not that it was animated. I didn't like the drawings. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I don't like pop tarts. I don't know why. Because I don't think that they taste good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're a, a like dry pastry, right? Like. You know, yeah. kind of like biscuits. But even as a kid, I knew that junk on the inside. Oh, I love it. It's like that, oh, really? that, that, what was that gum freshen up? You know? It's got innards. Sure, you know, here's the thing. Some of them aren't as good as others. They were great when I went to high school, like a grab and go. Yeah. Before leaving the house, just to have something to eat. They were great. Yeah. I wouldn't even heat them up. I would just eat them. And I would argue that they're actually better not toasted. Oh, interesting. Because, again, that innard heats up a little bit 
and it so then the consistency has a little change if you just eat it raw out of the box uh. versus heating it up. But yeah, I mean, if there were pop tarts in our pantry right now, I could live until I was ninety six and I would never eat them. Huh, Mikey? How, um, how do you feel? Oh, for uh, pop tarts? Yeah, I, that was my my childhood obesity is thanks to pop tarts. <laughs> I loved them. <laughs> They were great. Um, I ate them all of the time. Uh, But I wanted to tell you more about the uh, unfrosted, the Pop-Tart story. Not only is it not animated, listen to this cast. This is, uh, there's a a picture of this. This cast is going to feature Jerry Seinfeld, Melissa McCarthy. You've got uh, Jim Gaffigan, Amy Schumer, Hugh Grant, Max Greenfeld, Kristen Slater. You've got Daniel Levy. You've got James Marston. I mean, the list goes on and on. Fred Armisen, Bobby Moynihan is going to be a part Guys, of it. Guys, we just found our next movie. Uh, oh, my gosh. May 3rd is when this comes out on Netflix, and it looks incredible. What is and you know what, Donna? I'm looking at a uh, one of the pictures there, and, Mike, they're like in a Mad Men sort of a yep. room, right? Yep. And it's so it's a period piece at yep. that, Donna. Take us back to the 50s and 60s at the heart, height of the Breakfast Wars. Yes. Michigan in 1963, Kellogg's and Post's sworn serial rivals face off to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. Oh, this wow, is fun. that's cool. That's Yeah, and Seinfeld starring, writing, and directing it. That's awesome. Oh, my God, they look adorable. Oh, look at what Seinfeld Melissa's said. wearing. She's like... So cute and colorful. Uh, in 2018, Seinfeld tweeted, At one point I was thinking about an invention of the Pop-Tart movie. Imagine the drunk-on-sugar power Kellogg cereal culture of the mid-60s <laughs> in Battle Creek, Michigan. That's a vibe I could work with. That's funny. I love this. <gasps> It's gonna be great, Steve. You're gonna, we're gonna have pop tarts. I'll eat a pop tart to celebrate that movie we'll get you for a good sure. One like the cinnamon one is really good. What do you think? Or brown sugar? The brown sugar, yeah, yeah. yeah that's as, that's as a good, good one. As it gets. Speaking of cinnamon, Wendy's just teamed up with Cinnabon for a little more food news for you. They've got a new breakfast item that they are going to be uh, offering, which is just another deal that Cinnabon is doing to get their items in different restaurants and sometimes these work really well sometimes not so much but it's going to be a cinnabon pull apart and it sounds like that's all you need you got a bunch of their cinnamon stuff you're pulling it apart you got their classic cream cheese frosting yum so uh, the yum. cinnabon pull apart is coming to wendy's i ate so much garbage as a kid I mean, breakfast. Oh Remember those cinnamon rolls that would come in? Like, my mom oh. would be like, all right, I'm making cinnamon rolls. Every Christmas, we still do those. The kind you have to pop my, the side of it. My friends, uh, my brother's family does it, too. Those are so good. I prefer those to a legit cinnamon roll. Okay, this is good. You know what? The next time I'm up at Toby's, I'll bring back some cinnamon rolls for you. Thank you. you Want to play a game? Okay. Do you know what Toby's is? I'll Toby t- Keats? I'll tell you about it later. Up north? All right. Call us if you know our number. We'll play. Oh, hey, guys. It's Donna for Blaze Credit Union, which is a full-service financial institution. It is the result of a merge that happened on January 1st of this year between um, Spire Credit Union and Highway Credit Union. So now we've got Blaze. And Blaze can help you with any type of financial product or service at any stage of your life. They're all about service, 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 service. And they truly care 
about their members, their their customers, their community. I happen to be a member of Blaze. In fact, they have 250,000 members and 26 locations. We're going to have uh, two more coming later on this year. And what's cool about Blaze is that they are driven by Midwestern values like community, integrity, hard work. Um, they are fantastic. And what you can do to find out more is just go to blazecu.com. Blaze is uh, insured by NCUA, and they are an equal housing opportunity lender. BlazeCU.com. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got Mike the Big Zamboni with us. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. And we're going to play a game. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's the smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We'll find out today how smart the two of you are. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We play it every day, of course. And uh, the score right now sits 16 wins for Donna, 15 wins for Steve. Chance to tie it up, Steve. Let's go. And you're going to get a chance to tie it up as we talk about whatever you want to call it. Maybe the Badger State. Maybe Wisconsin's Dairyland. It is Wisconsin Day. National Wisconsin Day today. Hey, we, we celebrate birthday, you, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. We celebrate you. Some fun facts that have nothing to do with the trivia today. Did you know that 95% of this country's ginseng comes from the state of Wisconsin? No. Wow. 60% of our cranberries. I knew the cranberry. Wisconsin as well. Then, of course, Big known deal. for cheese. Okay. Do we have a lot of bogs in Wisconsin? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they did a uh, some special on it. A lot of cranberry places. People are just... Interesting. Knee deep. What about? Do they rank high in cheese, or is that a misnomer? I think they I rank high in cheese still. I mean, there yeah. are still Wisconsin's or uh, America's Dairyland. Um, oh, they have here. to. They have uh, to. Okay. So we're playing uh, today. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I do like cheese. Okay. Uh, but uh, none of those questions will be coming up in today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, we are going to uh, find out who can win today, and I think we've got Lisa on the line to play along. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing good with all this snow. It's pretty though. It is very it's gorgeous. pretty. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And the sun shining today on it looks pretty good. Very nice. Thank That's you for twinkly. listening to the. Uh, it's so, gone by next week, right? Exactly. I think so. Oh, yep. For sure. <laughs> Lily, who? What are you? What are you doing after after you play this game? Are you just going to stare out your window at the snow all day, or what's going on on your Thursday? Um, I don't know yet. I, I'm still recovering from Madonna. <laughs> Oh, oh, cool. Was it great? <laughs> it was. I had so much fun, you guys. I, I, Mama needed a night out, and I, I had a night out. It was so much fun, you guys. So I, yeah. I literally, I have no voice. I know that was two days ago, so let's, right? You, no, <laughs> no but eight. still, I think, I think you're not alone. I think but that there I, were... Really, I mean, I, I don't know what she did to us. Well, she kept us out late, but yeah, it was just, it was... I'm still thinking about it. I'm still reflecting on that night. I oh, need, that's so great to yeah. hear. And I won from you guys a while back. You did? I did. So I was like, well, I'll just try today. If I don't, I, I, I can give the t-shirt away, t-shirt away if, I, if I win. But, yeah, I, I mean, it was just great that you guys, and we had terrific seats and just, oh. yeah. 
This is great. Good for you. That's Full exciting. Full circle. All right. Well, let's see if we can put the cherry on top of all of that. Go. It is time for you to determine if you would like to team up with Donna or Steve. That's me. In the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Wisconsin is our topic today. Oh, who are you going with? Well, I'm from Minnesota, so who? Mm-mm-mm. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Team up with See, me. I'm the underdog. I got a little hint from Donna. I think that was a hint. <laughs> I, I, you know, I probably know as much as you do, and Steve does. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I I, well, who need, oh, what is, I do. I need you. Right, Let me help Steve. you. Go with okay, Steve. I, I, like I said, either or. I, I, but let's go with Steve. I'll go with Steve again. Okay, bye. All right, Lisa, you're going on hold. We'll see if we can put the... Didn't feel decisive. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'll take all the help I can get. Let's see if we can put the cranberry on top of this one. Yes. By the way, I did look it up. Wisconsin, number one in cheese production. Uh, okay. California's two, Idaho three. Minnesota, actually, sixth. Oh, yeah. we got some happy cows here. Nice. Not okay. as happy as California, according to their ad campaign, but there are some. <laughs> are you ready to go? Ready. Again, we are talking about uh, Wisconsin today. It is National Wisconsin Day. Let's get it started. All the questions today will have something to do with the state of Wisconsin. We'll start it off with this first one. This department store's first location was in Brookfield, Wisconsin in 1962. It's now publicly traded and has over 1,100 locations in 49 states. Pass. This 2011 comedy was set in Milwaukee, and it somehow, or somewhat shockingly, critical success led to Melissa McCarthy's first Oscar nomination. 2011 comedy that led to Melissa McCarthy's first uh, Oscar nomination. The real Genoa City, Wisconsin, is actually a village of just over 3,000. Hardly the metropolis it is portrayed as in this long-running soap opera. Oh, gosh. Pass. Go back to the first one. Uh, Department store that was first in Wisconsin in 62 has over 1,100 locations in 49 states. Walmart? Uh, 2021, or 2011 comedy. Tammy. Oh, boy. All right. Maybe y'all really don't know nothing about Wisconsin. Let's go. Lisa, Lisa. I'm just going to read these questions for you. He really didn't give us... Uh, he said Walmart <laughs> for the first one. Let's, let's, let me reread these questions for you. Uh, this department store's first location was in Brookfield, Wisconsin in 1962. Now publicly traded, it has over 1,100 locations in 49 states. Oh, my gosh. I'll go with Walmart. Maybe? Okay, we'll, well stick that's with the his... department store, is it? Yeah, it's a department. Well, I mean, well, yeah, all right, yeah, well, Walmart. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, just yeah. We are Steve. You and I are in trouble. <laughs> Get it together, Lisa. <laughs> let's, all right, let's you. jump to the second one here. This I 2000 are probably not Macy's. Whatever you want to go with. Okay, yeah. you got to give us an okay. answer. There you go. All right. Walmart's not a department store. Okay, sounds good. This 2011 comedy was set in Milwaukee. It is somewhat shocking. It's somewhat shockingly critical success led to Melissa McCarthy's first Oscar nomination. Oh, gosh, Melissa McCarthy. 2011 comedy featuring Melissa McCarthy. Oh, and I love her. Um, oh, Tammy? Okay. You both kind of give that answer. We'll go with Tammy, sure. Oh, yeah. And I then know. finally, the real Genoa City is uh, actually a village of just over 3,000. Hardly the metropolis it's portrayed as in this long-running soap opera. <sighs> one Light to Live. All right. One Light, one okay. light to Live. There we go. Unbelievably Let's bad. Let's put you I think back we on hold, Lisa. <laughs> <Emily. laughs> we tried. Donna, come on. Here comes Donna. Bring Holy Donna back moly. in here. Holy What were you guys doing in here? Well, <laughs> Lisa's like me in that... If there are two ways to get to a destination, she chooses the scenic route. Got it. And so that, in addition to both Lisa and I, more of a kindred spirit, not knowing jack about Wisconsin, this has been a nightmare. 
<laughs> Welcome in, Donna. Great. Thank you. Well, let's play it, Donna. Let's see how you can do again. It's National Wisconsin Day today, uh, celebrating the lack of knowledge of the state of Wisconsin. Let's start <laughs> with this first one. This department store's first location was in Brookfield, Wisconsin in 1962. Now publicly traded, it has over 1,100 locations in 49 states. Uh, Carson Peary Scott. This 2011 comedy was set in Milwaukee, and its somewhat shockingly critical success led to Melissa McCarthy's first Oscar nomination. Oh, crap. Uh, 2011 comedy, Melissa McCarthy's Oscar nomination. She got an Oscar nomination for a comedy? Oh, oh uh, how about uh, wait, uh, the, the Bridesmaids? The real Genoa City, Wisconsin, is actually a village of just over 3,000. Hardly the metropolis it's portrayed as in this long-running soap opera. That is called... The Dells. <laughs> the Dells. All righty. <laughs> like sands through the hourglass. So are the Dells. <laughs> you guys really don't know anything about Wisconsin. <laughs> No, we this was not good. This was Mike. tough. But I think Donna, I think you got a win here, Donna. We'll find out. Let's run through the answers. <laughs> this department store's first location is, was in Brookfield, Wisconsin in 1962. Now it's publicly traded, and it has over 1,100 locations in 49 states. Huge name over in Wisconsin, Walmart. including the fact of where the Wisconsin Badgers play their basketball. And At the Walmart Stadium. That would be the Kohl Center because Kohl's started in Wisconsin. Dang it. My son has stock in Kohl's right now. I should have known. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Mm. Uh, let's jump to the last one. The real Genoa City is actually a village of just over 3,000. Hardly the metropolis. It's portrayed in this long-running soap opera. That show is Young and the Restless. I ah. did not know that. We always talk about Genoa City heading to Chicago because, yeah, it's a fictional town, but it's... I like that Donna didn't even go with a name of a soap opera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I don't good. know. Maybe there is a soap opera called The Dells. You don't good, know. Sure. Yeah. Maybe Closed it's, circuit television maybe only. It's on the, the web. Uh, okay. <laughs> and finally, this 2011 comedy was set in Milwaukee. It is somewhat shock. It's somewhat shockingly critical success led to Melissa McCarthy's first Oscar nomination. That Oscar nom was for best supporting actress, and that movie was The Bridesmaids. Shut your. You got she it. She actually got an Oscar nom for Bridesmaids. She was so funny. Deservingly so. Yes. She was that, so. She was good. so. Good in that. More comedic that, actors should get Oscar Yeah, you're right. I mean, think of all, like how talented Jim Carrey is. How about um, John Heater never got a nomination for Napoleon Dynamite? That is amazing. They actually also got the Oscar nom for Best Original uh, Screenplay for that one as well. So good. So, because that character either, was but... so different than the Mike and Molly character that we knew her for. Yeah, and, and Suki on Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Donna, you win. Yeah, win! <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Oh, no, it's it's all good. And I love Bridesmaids. So funny. Where she goes, look away! Look away! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that was quite the scene. Oh, well, congratulations, Donna. Oh. I, I had fun, though, you guys. Oh, uh, Lisa, thank you for listening. Uh, I, I go to Wisconsin. I used to go there to get beer, but that was all it was good for. <laughs> On Sundays? Oh. To say it like that. <laughs> wow. It was right. fun, though. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your weather and... Uh, yeah. Thank you. Feel Thanks, better. Lisa. Get that voice back. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Hey, what did you say for number two? For this, Tammy. is that the department? Tammy. They both said Tammy. For, like, as in the name of the movie, is Tammy? Yeah. 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 That was another Melissa McCarthy movie. It was? She, yeah. Tammy. Why are you so skeptical? I never heard of it. And yeah. I love her. 2014, yeah. Tammy. Susan Sarandon was in it. And Kathy Bates. 
Alice and Janney. Never saw it. Tammy, let's do the tiebreaker. All right, you guys ready for the tiebreaker? Absolutely. Double or nothing, Donna, come on. No. This Madison native would have been 60 years old today. His film debut was in Wayne's World as a security guard. His final film was Dirty Work. Steve. Yes. Mm. Chris Farley. Released a year after his death. He's most known for his work on SNL and the movies Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Chris Farley mm. would have been 60 years old today. Oh, that's Happy so would have been birthday, Chris Farley. How about that? Happy heavenly birthday, yes. Chris Farley. All right, that was fun, Mike. Thanks. Who was, who was younger or older when they passed? John Candy or Chris Farley? Chris Farley was 33. Okay, and John Candy was 43. Okay. 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 God, that's young. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. That's <sighs> me in three years, Donna. I meant the thirty-three. That was me a while back. That was you ten years ago. Forty-three. John Candy passes away. That means I need to get a home alone under my belt, a planes, trains, and automobiles, <laughs> and Uncle Buck, the Great Outdoors. You ever seen the Great Outdoors, Donna? No, but I heard I would like it. There is a scene toward the end of the movie in the Great Outdoors. Spoiler, mm. where they shoot a bear that has come into their cabin, and the bear's fur fully blows off of its butt, and there is this <laughs> bear butt, and it is like, it is laugh out loud funny. It is very just probably simple. not to the bear though, right? <laughs> what a what a fun <laughs> turn this took. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. You got it, buddy. When we come back. <laughs> Hey, you remember that movie that was being made, that Joe Keery movie from Stranger Things in Minnesota? We have an update on that. Also, uh, Darius Rucker has got a new memoir coming out. So I asked on my Facebook page, what's your favorite memoir you've ever read? So I'll tell you a little bit about the Rucker one that's coming your way. And then uh, we'll rattle through some other ones. It'll be kind of like a book recommendation time, Donna. Okay. Okay, we'll do it next. Bye now. Bye. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Well, it looks like winter is back. And here's something we might not think about enough. Slipping and falling on ice when you are out. Or even worse, somebody slipping and falling on ice on your property. You know, with Minnesota's uh, normally cold winters, frozen puddles create dangerous slippery surfaces on walkways it was so slippery on the way to work today here's the deal property owners are legally responsible to maintain a safe environment for visitors delivery people all sorts of uh people who come on your property what you can do is post a caution sign or simply de-ice that area because failing to do so in either um of those two things and then somebody gets injured well your lack of safety precaution can be considered negligent uh if you're ever in need of a personal injury attorney find mike bryant at bradshaw and bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com welcome back hey steve it's the donna and steve show i'm donna and i'm steve patterson wow that's the first time i think you've ever said that i was just about to say you may know me (laughs) <laughs> From my seven-year run on Twin Cities Live. Love or it. my multiple appearances on Live with Kelly and Mark. You're so funny. Or the one-season-then-canceled show with Wanda Sykes' Ring Nation. Mm. All episodes available on Amazon Freebie. Or Pop-Up Game Show. Hey, yeah, that's right, Donna. Yeah, if you guys need a little laughter in your life, go check out Pop-Up Game Show on my social media. 
It's fun. These great contestants. These great people. There are great people that we walk by all the time. Yeah. And you just don't know it. Yeah. Until you stop down and play a game with them. That's kind of cute. I almost slammed into a uh, light post yesterday, by the way. I forgot to tell you that. While driving? While driving. I was driving home uh, during the snow when it was really coming down. Right in our neighborhood, too. And then I was just making a turn, just normal, like curvy. It was a curvy. I wasn't making a left somewhere. It was just a curvy part of a road. Mm. And I did. And then the car started sliding. And then I hit the brakes. And I still started going sideways. Mm. And then I was like, so then I take my foot off of the brake. Because sometimes then, if you're on the brake too much, sometimes going back on the gas can help you to regain traction. Did that. Didn't work. And then I was like, it was all happening in slow motion. I was like, man... We're going to hit this light post. And then I jammed on the brakes one last time, and we stopped just short. And I looked at both of my daughters, and I said, wow. Wow. How about that? Wow. And then we went home. Do you make them be quiet when it is um, snowy or dangerous outside? No. There have been times when we've said, guys, like, quiet down. If it's, like, raining super bad and you can hardly see out of the windshield wipers. Sure. But no, it's not like, well, guys, inclement weather today, so silence. Okay. I'm glad you guys are okay. Thank you. Thank you. So there's a, a movie available now. It's called, called um, Marmalade. Okay, Donna. <laughs> it's called... Wow, oh. let's do it all from the top. Okay, here we go. There is a Minnesota-made movie starring Joe Keery that is now playing in the Twin Cities. It What's is called, it called? It's called Marmalade. Thank you for asking. Uh, this is really fun. Remember when people were spotting Joe Keery down in uh, Jordan, maybe? Yeah, that Minnesota? feels right. Yeah. Yeah, so several Minnesota towns, including Jordan, uh, also Newport. Taylor's Falls, Henderson, they are the backdrop of this. It's like a romantic heist movie. Hmm. And it was filmed uh, last summer. Right? No, two summers ago, 2022. And where can you see it? I know it's playing in some Marcus theaters. Uh, There's the one in Shakopee, the one in Oakdale. And then I believe you can rent it online. So this is really fun. Joe Keery, by the way, don't underestimate him. He is good. He is good. He was in the last season of Fargo. And he is such a bad guy. Like, really, really bad guy. And he nails it. But anyway, our friend Leah, who is on with us for hour one, says that um, towards the end of the movie, her cousin's uh, drugstore is in it. It's oh, that's part fun. Of it. So Newport Drug. That's very fun. Yeah. I love those little things. That's fun for a small town, too. You know? Absolutely. You get that spotlight. Suddenly, Hollywood briefly descends on your town. Everybody's talking about it all around town. Right. That is very fun. Hey, your buddy Darius Rucker has a new memoir coming out, Donna. I had no idea. It's called Life's Too Short, a memoir by Darius Rucker. Uh, The write-up on People magazine, it's very PR-ish, but he says, you know, if I look back at my life and try to see into my past, everything seems blurry. But then I lean in and I start to hear something. Melodies, chords, harmonies, lyrics. Way to go, Darius. So he's got a memoir coming out. Let's see if we have a release date for that. I like him a lot.
Yeah, he's fun. That's coming out on May 28th. Life's too short. Okay. Uh, so if you're looking for your next celebrity memoir, that could be a great one. Hmm. Um, man, we've had a lot of them on my Facebook page. I just said, what's your favorite memoir that you've read? Pamela said the John Stamos one. She said, I fell in love with them all over again. I almost picked that up at the airport a couple weeks oh, ago. I have it if you want to borrow it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Did you already read it? No, I'm reading Britney's memoir right now, so I should be done with that um, probably by 2 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> it's like the le- the font is so big, and it is so basic. It's a, basically an easy read is what I'm saying, but it is very, it almost has like a childlike quality to it. Hmm. Are you suggesting they put a learning to read number on it like they do with some of those? Like, is it like a level three? I never heard of that. That's interesting. Yeah. Level one is like, the dog is mad. A lot of three and four letter words, and then they slowly step up. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Okay. Interesting. But, no, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. Spare by Harry uh, Prince Harry. Got a lot of love on the Facebook page. Um, that was it. That, that was well written. How about this one, Doris Roberts, the mom on Every Everybody Loves Love Raymond? Love her. Great stories of old Hollywood dinner parties that she had. She said it was a fantastic read. Thank you, Penny, for that. Finding Freedom by Aaron French. Save Me from Myself Until We Meet Again. Night. The Hiding Place. Corey Ten Boom. Boy, that was that. that I read that in seventh grade. Holy you know, Hannah. I've had Night. For a very long time. And By Eli Weissel? Weissel. Weissel. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like it's, um, I, I'm sure it's going to be about concentration camp. It is, yes. And, yeah, I read it. It's good. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, it's been a, I, and I just, sometimes it's hard for me to delve into what I know is going to be a difficult story, yeah. which is yeah, why right. I haven't seen like 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't think I want to see the color purple again. I've I've seen it, and I know it's got a new cast, but it's just, it's hard to watch. Well, if you're looking for a rundown of a bunch of memoirs that people suggested, you can go find that on my Facebook page of us, Steve Patterson, over on Facebook. We'll take a break, friends. When we come back, we've got a dirt alert coming your way. Uh, Kind of a cute story about Kate Hudson. She's still getting residuals from Home Alone 2, and you're thinking, uh, what? She was in Home Alone 2? We'll tell you where you may have missed her next.